In our last episode, we must never just get along. <laughs> That's our friend Javier. This is going to be golden. Let's bring him in. Now let's see what these idiots come up with. Good to have you. It's all right to have you. <laughs> no, it's good, man. It's good. I, I, it's don't, great. Know. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know exactly where you guys. Well, have... we were talking about bro- uh, brotherhood, uh, fatherhood. fatherhood, yeah, fatherhood, yeah. And, and um, obviously, I, as you told the audience, you are now a father, or I'm sure you've already mentioned it to you, to them before. But not yet. We were going to talk about that next episode. Thank, but... Thanks for. Uh... Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I pulled the plug. <laughs> I'm curious. I I, I wanted, I no, wanted well, to share it, as well. No, it, it all but. started with with the with the um, Bible verse, the uh, Ephesians. You know, do not provoke your children to anger, but you know, teach them in the ways of the Lord. Or you know, I'm just paraphrasing. Yeah. Um, and then I just we we quoted um, Blessed Fris- Pierre Giorgio Frassati, and what did they call him? Frassati the Frassati the Hottie, because no. he was a stud, right? <laughs> no, but I, I guess I'm I'm, cur- I'm curious to get a perspective from you because I know. Obviously, well, we only gave that I... perspective, so we want to. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because because just... and, oh, and you know, like I, I, I feel like a lot of people look at it as a, as a burden, you know, that that big responsibility that we get as as fathers, and obviously you know more about fatherhood than I do because I'm a brand new dad, and I've been kind of doing the daddy thing for for a bit with with my nephew James. Yeah, you have. I've changed true. diapers. Definitely. I've held him when I've he was, it, yeah. you know, crying uncontrollably in the middle of the night. Yeah. I got up and. I didn't even tell him, shh, I was like, go ahead, man, let it all out, let it all out. And just how peace is contagious, yeah. you know, and then how that's our responsibility as, yeah, as fathers, man. You know, when, when the world is filled with chaos and all that nonsense, like, yeah, chaos is contagious, but so so is calm, which is what we're called to be, that, that, that pillar of strength, that pillar of strength to not just our own children, but to each other as men, we owe that to, to each other. Indeed, I, I, I guess the question that I had for you is, uh, how did you feel in that first moment, or what, what, what thoughts or what feelings? I know if you could even express them, the first time you held your baby girl uh, after she she came out. I'm sure you were there and you saw her come out and all that. But that that moment, what what exactly did you feel or? If you could put that into words, that moment. I understood the word joy. I understood what joy is. And I had been praying for her since she was the size of a blueberry. That's when we found out that, that you know, we were pregnant. And I, I was so excited. And we had been praying novena after novena and just rosaries and what have you. So to see her come out after pushing for, you know, the whole night. And once I saw the top of her head, because she has a lot, ton of hair, man. Yeah, she's <laughs> um, Just involuntary tears. And then when, when she came out, and I forgot what I told her, like the baby. And then she just turned, and she was born eyes wide open. And I said something to her. I said, I said something like, my sweet girl or my sweet love, something like that. I'm getting choked up, but... Ooh, hold on. Huh. 
she uh she looked at me like hey like i recognize that voice that's the voice that used to pray with me so yeah joy i felt joy and i know the the nice butterflies and all that that's gonna die down eventually but it's nice you know i'm a i'm i'm enjoying it while i have it because i i i know that my responsibility is to to teach her the ways of our lord and it, it's pretty cool because before we <laughs> before we press record, you were talking about somebody going to your classroom and saying certain things that that are not in alignment with our faith. And then you know you 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 take the handle like you 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 regain control. And then after class, what is it that you said that something about he apologized? I'm sorry for whatever. What, what yeah, do you say? Yeah, no, I just yeah, I mean, I just told him that I I corrected the error. That and you quoted the catechism (laughs) yeah dude yeah 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 but no that's awesome man i i i just wanted to hear that from you because i mean i'm sure you probably shared it but um because it it, you know they you hear the the often people saying and men you know that they want to be fathers to little boys they want to have a boy uh, as they say, the quote says, "Every every man wants to be a father to a boy, but every man should should be or, or doesn't realize uh, that he needs to be a father to a little girl." Yeah. Uh, not to say that if you don't have a little girl, you don't have a little boy, you're inadequately or you're not complete as a father, yeah. right? You but collected all the genders, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. gender collector. Like, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but it just it just it brings out a different side of you, a little girl and, oh, yeah. and a little boy, but. But that, but that's also could be a, you know a, a misunderstanding of that too, right? Uh, that could be misconstrued. I know when I was gonna have my kid, um, I thought it was gonna be a little girl, or I guess I was expecting a little girl. But then when I first saw the ultrasound and saw how it moved, I was like, okay, this is a little boy. But there was something inside of me that I didn't want it to be a boy. I didn't want it to be a boy because um, I, I didn't feel like I could father a boy. I felt like okay, a little girl, I could do that. I could protect her. I could, I could be, you know, the protector. I could, you know, I don't know. I could love her, mm-hmm. you know. But a little boy, I didn't feel like, not necessarily I couldn't protect him, but that I couldn't be a father to him because I never had a father that teach me how to be a father, and and I didn't, I wouldn't know how to love him. Because I would be like, well, am I touching him too much? Like hugging him too much or being too affectionate with him too much, kissing him too much. A little girl, you don't think about that. You get the little girl, you kiss her, you hug her. You don't, you don't, it's, you don't have those thoughts. At least for me, like I I wouldn't have those thoughts. But a little boy, you're like, oh, it's a little boy. You know, you can't be that affectionate with them. You can't kiss them. You can't, you know, because this is the culture. This is how we grew up, the machismo. Um, so I, I didn't know. I was just like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Can I be a father to a boy? And it was something that I, I really struggled with. But, um, you know, uh, when my son was born, for me, going, you know, your, your, your moment when you, re- when you saw him, obviously when he, when he came out, I was crying. My son, when he was born, unfortunately, he had a fever. So they had to rush him to the, um, what is it, uh, the I, 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 ICU. ICU. Um, and I'll, I'll never forget that cause he came out, but he was calm and they, you know, they put him in a little, little, like little incubator, be- incubator type thing. And then they were going to rush him over 
And I, I was, I remember I, I told him, I looked at him, he has his eyes open, he's looking at me, I was like, it's okay, buddy, I'm right here. And I, I'll never forget this, he reached out and he grabbed me by my finger, and oh man, I started crying. Yeah. And, and, and he grabbed me by my finger, and I, and I told the nurse, I'm like, I'm going. I'm like, she's like, no, you, you just stay here. I'm like, no, no, I'm going, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go all the way, I mean, don't worry, I'm, I'm not going to get in your way, I'll let you hook him up do whatever he needs to do, but I'm going with them. I'm going to walk with you all the way. She's like, okay, that's fine. Just come. And so I go with them and, and they, you know, I'm there with them and they hook them up and stuff. And, um, and in that moment, it's just like, there was a breakthrough where mm-hmm. I realized like, what the heck? He's, he's my child. Why was I freaking out about how am I going to love him? How am I going to love him the same way I would love my daughter? Yeah. Right. Um, not always the same way, right? Because you, you, you know, you have to, acknowledge that that one is a boy and one is a girl and and you know um they're different natural characteristics that how you should talk to one talk to the other etc um how you should you know kind of i don't know um discipline them yes the same but you know using the the right the right verbiage right for you know what i mean you still have to differentiate yeah. And, and I, you know, as, as P as un PC as that sounds, you know, being a, a teacher at an all boys school now, which again, talking about healing, man, you know, like talking about getting healed from how am I going to talk to a boy? How am I going to discipline a boy? Now I'm around a bunch of guys at an all boys school where I teach at. Um, and I'm constantly, you know, learning how to be a father, right? I'm not saying I'm the father of these students, but just interacting with them, how to discipline them and, and interact with them. Um, well, you're a father figure to them because you, I mean, they see you every day, yeah, five days totally. a week, or, I mean, I don't know how, how with the COVID restrictions, how yeah, I see your school day. is, yeah, but yeah, you, know, you see them every day. You're a big part of their, their day yeah, and therefore a big part of their life. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I was, I was uh, just sharing earlier in, 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 uh, in this recording that when my prayer life is not, a hundred percent um i noticed that there's a a, a a big difference in the way that i perform at work and in the disrespect that's directed towards me because I'm, I'm five four dude so they always look for a certain weakness and i don't look like a weak man but i'm small sure <laughs> so there's always going to be that that little you know those little verbal razors from the and, inmates obviously yeah so. Yeah, for my partners. <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> my superiors. <laughs> no, but it's funny when it's for my partners because we just go back and forth. And <laughs> it's great, man. Not the but cobras are just spitting poison at each other. <laughs> but it's awesome. funny, you know. It's just the culture yeah, that we have. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm 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 pretty uh, witty, you know, and uh, I I double down on the. On, on on their language you know and more often than not I get I get the upper hand but that's not my job and that's that's like I was saying that's a reflection of how how separated I am from from the path of and I don't even want to call it righteousness but it's not not that like if I'm not praying my soul is not in the on the right path mm and it shows like I was telling Adrian like it's it's not necessarily that you know I'm gonna have a bible study there all the time no no because a lot no. of these gangsters don't yeah. give two dams about yeah of course the yeah. word of the lord yeah yeah but 
but yeah, yeah. you know you know t- like giving you kudos like you you you're our father figure to them yeah and, and you know going to thank you and i i, I you know it's crazy because like you, you you with you it's like you know you have that conception of like you're a christian so you got to turn your cheek and you got to be humble but I mean, you can't really be doing that <laughs> in the jails. You can't be turning your cheek. Uh, but you know, you you know, you can't. You can't. You 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 know, you can't. You have to do your job. Like you you know, yes, you can still show forth Christ, but you have to show forth Christ authoritatively, right? Because of, I mean, times, and that's, times. And in the sense that you you are you're there to serve and protect and and to you know and to you know basically um yeah lay down the order because otherwise you know it won't it won't go well in the jail yeah it's more of a like an understanding that you have to have with them because yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like who am i just because i have a you know i put on a costume that has you know uh, certain patches (laughs) on the on the shoulders and because at the end of the day we're all men and we want respect now, if you disrespect me, I'm gonna check you, a hundred percent. There's no like way, other way to it. Like I'm gonna check you. Yeah, um, and that's your job. That yeah. doesn't mean you're not a Christian or you're not yeah. living out your faith, right? I mean, yeah. Just because, and that's like, oh, I'm being proud. No, no, yeah, no the, the, point, the point, the, the point false conception. Was, yeah, uh, the point over here was like, yeah. uh, and and we we're talking about this that Christ flipped over tables and chased people out with a whip. You know, he yeah, wasn't having a Bible study with them. He could have. He could have quoted scriptures, but that's not what they needed. You know, and the, and the thing is, we don't always know how to do that. If we're not in prayer, if we're not living what we're supposed to be living, it's going to show in every dimension of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we want to be like Christ in that respect, you know, when we know how to, when it is appropriate to turn over the tables, to chase them out with a whip. There is there is a, a way to turn the other cheek because, uh, you know, you can study the Bible and whatever um, with whatever theologian and some of them say that like oh no when you turn the other cheek like that means that they have to slap you a certain way and so like that that makes them uncomfortable or I can't remember exactly like what what someone was saying about that but if that's if that's true that it brings that it brings out your dignity to turn the other cheek like how are we gonna basically do jujitsu with that and turn that that rage against them in such a way that we're not the aggressors but we're demanding that respect, yeah, yeah. you know, and if we, we can't achieve that without being centered in God, yeah. you know, and that's in, and it's not the, the end, like, uh, like Ramon was saying earlier in that other quote, it's not, it's not just to get along because what happens when we just aim to get along is that we, we raise up kids, we raise up young men in such a way that we don't really initiate them to where, where they need to be. You know, we don't initiate them into a tribe. And this is an old African proverb that, um, that says, if we, young men need to be init- initiated into the, into the village. Otherwise, they'll burn it down just to feel its warmth. Yeah. And we need to, we need to be those, those men that are willing to initiate the boys in ways that, that mom is not going to approve of. You know, and that's the thing that we fear because we are wild and we have that fire within and those boys, those little babies are going to grow up and they have that fire from from the from conception. Okay. You know, and for us to to control something when we know we haven't controlled it perfectly ourselves can be really intimidating, you know, really intimidating. But but you said it, you said it at the beginning, you know, like you're you're loving him. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're going to know and that's what they're going to pick up. 
they're not going to pick up on you being perfect because that's impossible. We're not perfect. We're flawed men, and sometimes I'll raise my voice. Sometimes I'll, I'll be a little too forthcoming, especially because Tommy and I are the only boys in the house. Yeah. You know, we're outnumbered by only one, but sure. one is powerful, yeah. you know? And so we need to be the ones that, yeah, you know, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbow. Sometimes we're going to raise our voice, and our voices are powerful, and they strike fear in the children's hearts. And they should, mm -hmm. because that's an example of this is the power that is within you. You are yeah. powerful, but you can use that power to destroy or to build up. And we need to bring them up to build up. And so in order to do that, we have to be the men that model how to build up ourselves and yeah. to pick up others. I mean, ultimately, that's what God made us to be, right? Protectors. Um, right. I mean, you, you think about Adam and Eve and how Adam failed to protect Eve from the serpent and the hence sin entered the world. Right. Um, but you also think about how we're both created in the image of, of God, men and, and women. But yet we're very distinct. Right. Very different, but both created in the image and likeness of God. And we both mirror God differently his his attributes differently god you know men mirror god's strength his his protection his his uh you know not so much revenge but kind of like you know this this sense of like god will will yeah i guess avenge right bring justice bring justice there you go thank mm -hmm. his justice that's it that's exactly it while women are more his compassion his love his mercy and yet when they come together man and woman they mirror god perfectly right when they come together in that embrace, they, they reflect God perfectly. But yeah, I mean that that's that's our call as men is to protect our family, to 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 guide our family, to instruct our family, just like God the Father guides us and instructs us. And it's not easy, obviously, but it's a it's a wonderful vocation that we have as men. As I tell my students, because I teach at an all boys school, like, you know, this is your vocation. One day you're going to be fathers, you know, one day you're going to have a little girl, a little boy, and one day you're going to be a husband uh, and a father, obviously, hopefully both at the same time. If not, that's, you know, whatever God, whatever may have come, uh, most of you will be fathers and most of you will be husbands. And, you know, uh, to which, to the extent that you live out your vocation of being a good father, being a good husband, that is where your legacy will come from. Uh, and, you know, uh, and the ripples of your legacy. Because if you're a good father, then your children will grow up knowing that they're loved, grow up knowing who God is uh, and how to fear God. Uh, but if you don't, right, because you're cheating on your wife or you're neglecting your children, then you're just going to perpetuate the vicious cycle in our society so often that I saw uh, when I would go and visit the juvenile halls, these young men who were completely broken uh, you know, um, because they were neglected, because they didn't have a father, because, you know, even forget not having a father, they had a father that beat them, that abused them, and, and it's, it's horrific, you know, and, and you don't even have to beat your child, right, you know, it's interesting, like, when I talk about loving your kids and being a good dad, like, I look into my students' face, faces, and they, and you could tell the ones that have a good relationship with their dad, and you could tell the ones that are like, you're like, they look like they're going to cry. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to cry with you because, you know, I'm reliving my past. Right. Uh, and just saying this, that, you know, I didn't have a good dad, you know, and, you know, I mean, I love my dad. I'm not trying to judge him and, you know, God forgive him and I forgive him, whatever. But, you know, um, 
just because somebody didn't love you and didn't know how to love you, how to give you a hug and, and tell you that he loves you, uh, that you're special, that you're wonderful, and that, you know, God has a plan for you, that you shouldn't do the same thing for your child. You should, on the contrary, learn from the mistakes of your father and, and you know, take that into your relationship with your kids and, and hopefully love them and, and embrace them. And, and I say embrace them because so often we're so afraid to, to hug our kids and, and love them, like kiss them and tell them we're, you know, show them that affection. And, you know, kids need that. They need that affection, you know? I mean, sure, the Spartans didn't touch their kids, you know? They're, they're brutal, man. They, they wouldn't, like, give any affection to the little boys to make them, like, completely stoic and, and not emotionless so that obviously they could be warriors and killers. But, I mean, we're not trying to breed those kind of men. Yes, we want our, our, our men to be strong, but we have such a misconception of what it means to be strong, right? Yeah, I, I feel like we, we fail to... Yeah, that for sure. You know, show them the affection that they need. But also the, to instill in them that that comes with a big responsibility. You know, it, we, we're supposed to be father figures, even if we're not biological fathers. There's so many people that are counting on us to, to take the handle on, on, on chaos. You know, when the chaos erupts, who does society look to? The men, not the women. Women are wonderful. They're wonderful beings. It's a different role, yeah. But yeah, it, it's just a completely different role. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to be your bodyguard? Uh, I don't know, your wife or, or, I don't know, who's a big, strong guy? Batista. Batista, you know, or John Cena, or, the, the Rock, you know? Or The Rock. Six-foot-something man, muscular. I'll can probably beat back. most, you know, the average bear up. Like, who you want to take handle on, on a chaotic situation? A five foot two woman or, or a six four man. It and, and yeah, I'll never be six four. Me neither. But <laughs> but, but but through Christ, I I'm seven feet tall. I'm, I'm a I'm a hungry tiger, man. And I'll be damned if I let anything happen to my my. No, you're a David. Yeah, yeah you know, it's it just and, and that's a type of that's a type of mentality that that we need a we need a harness. You know, yeah, we're loved and we're special, and so are our children. Yeah, so what? What are you going to do with all that love and all that specialness? We need to guide our young men and women. I'm being biased here because I have a little daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Our our young men and women, you know, show society what a man is. Otherwise, you're going to get people like Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner. Like, dude. Whatever his name is nowadays. Yeah. God bless his heart, you know, he's, he's a, a very hurt individual, but that's not the way, dude. Just seek peace and love in the right way. Because our sexuality is not a way of life. And I feel like that's where we falter in, 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 in our culture, where love is love. And it's like, no, love is not just love. We need to understand what love is because love is love is such a lazy way of saying you can do whatever you want. You know, God gave us our loins for a reason. It's only a mere reflection of the path that we're supposed to take. That's only the beginning. And it's a shame that a lot of people get lost in that. We start counting the amount of women that we've had in our life. 
The body count. The body count, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and, and it's like, why? Mm. Our sexuality is not... It, it, th that's not the be-all, end-all. Mm. If we're going to be... Never mind, it's just, I'm talking too much, but... No, no, it's good. But, no, you know, good. all that energy yeah. is meant to be with, with your wife to procreate life. Sure. And like I was telling Adrian... And it's but probably, also to protect, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Know? That's why God gave us that, to protect. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah, but I mean, like like I was, I was telling Adrian, even before we started recording, like, I'm in the process of making things right, not just because me, I'm Catholic, but she's Catholic. We're sure. both practicing Catholics. Sure. And my baby is... That's not a mistake. We just got ahead of ourselves. Amen, brother. You know? So my fiance and I are looking into marriage because we were going to get married anyway. We just got ahead of and, and, and had the baby. Amen. So now, as a man, I need to rectify this yeah. and do right by her, by them. Yeah, amen. Yeah, amen. we have a misconception of, uh, you know, we, we're the ones that make love. No, love makes us, you know. And if love makes us, it, it's going to make us into someone that we should be. Another thing that we should be doing is praying for each other. So pray for us. And we'll pray for you. Ferro. Ferro. Akator. Hey, Rocky, can I get a hoe, oh, yeah? I can't. All right, whatever. <laughs>